0: a little bit of a different opening tonight because we're using the jankiest wine opener of my life
1: it was kindly given to us by the front desk
0: you're not wrong but also
1: (laughs) (laughs) it is essentially just a corkscrew
0: with
1: no lever oh watch it hey
0: Opa <laughs> smells great though I
1: mean that actually worked pretty well
0: that <laughs> honestly it was kind of easier than I'd expected so they let us keep it they yeah. said keep That's it it's our
1: new travel one I'm just gonna put it in the suitcase <laughs> literally the
0: size of a lipstick yeah so that works um we're not gonna record right now uh we just... so you'll hear us in just like another second here uh <laughs> for the rest of the podcast so just wanted to record that part. <laughs> Not bad. No. Yeah. So what are you drinking? Uh, that's something a, very Boston, right?
1: Wonderful question. <laughs> uh,
0: It's French, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, Yeah. Which is very Boston. Uh, Boston is a very heavily French city, and I forgot to turn off the air conditioner. So... <laughs> Uh, Actually,
1: maybe it's
0: Swiss. Swiss? The cross? Oh, yeah. It could be. Um, we'll pull up and look at the like place it is, but it's at it's, uh, Savoy Rouge, and we know that it's Pinot Noir and something else. It's French, but... It is French?
1: Yeah. Okay. It's from 2020.
0: Oh, what a year. <laughs> um... It was recommended to us by a wine shop local to Boston that we found while we were kind of exploring. It's it's
1: from Maison Philippe Violet.
0: Solid. I had a sip of it.
1: I haven't even tried it yet.
0: Uh, it was $15, which is kind of a steal. Mmm.
1: Yeah? It's pretty good.
0: It's... It's a red, obviously, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be chilled, but we had to walk back, and it took us, like, an hour, so it's not hot, but it's not cold.
1: It's, like, regular temperature. It's, like, temperature. normal
0: red wine, like, 69 degrees.
1: Nice.
0: Mm, nice. <laughs> um, so Boston really wore us out. hmm Absolutely tanked.
1: Yeah. It Uh, was hot and humid, and for most of the day, there was no wind.
0: No wind. Sunny. And...
1: Unrelenting sun.
0: Yeah. And then, right as we were like, we're done, we can't take any more of this, (laughs) uh, we went back to the hotel to, like, recover and uh, rally, and by the end of the hour or so that we were back at the hotel, all of this... Marine layer had come in, and yeah. it was foggy. It was and cold. It was supposed to storm, so we we're like really excited about getting dinner, coming back with a bottle of wine, and then watching a thunderstorm at the seventeenth floor of our hotel. Mm-hmm. uh And As that long it didn't happened. happen. Um, we didn't even get a sunset, which I was thinking, oh, maybe it'll clear up and we'll get a sun. Nope, nope, no sunset. It's just cloudy, gray, just mid Boston. Yeah, mediocre. We 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 literally rolled the dice as far as weather for Boston and almost got as bad as you can go.
1: <laughs> it was a rough day.
0: Yeah, because we tough.
1: we walked today. How many miles? Ten and a half.
0: Ten and a half. Yep. And how long was that trail supposed to be?
1: Two and a half.
0: Two and a half miles.
1: The that the, doesn't add up. The Freedom Trail.
0: It meanders through all of downtown boston oh my gosh
1: it is insane and then it
0: takes you across the river totally unprotected from any sort of and and that was where we thought we'd get wind no wind nothing just dead it couldn't have been a worse time to cross that river it was so bad we got as early of a start as we could and it just did not work out
1: yeah
0: it was it was rough yeah super tough you want to go turn off that air conditioner um, so while she's doing that, I'm gonna pull up our notes and go back in time a little bit to yesterday. <laughs> we we rolled into Boston mid to late afternoon, and it was hot and humid, so it was like a little bit of a taster of what we were to expect. And what did we do yesterday?
1: Um, I have notes here. We went to Sam Adams.
0: Yes, we went to the Sam Adams Brewery. And we got a bunch of beer. Uh So let's go through our tasting notes on that. Um, Lead me through them. I had a Vienna Lager, and it was basically just your typical German-style lager. Not a whole lot of flavor going on. Holy crap, though, $9 a pop. (laughs) Beer is not cheap. With a beer city like Boston, I thought that, oh, man, people are going to be knocking these back, six, seven bucks a pop. No, $9. And you might be thinking, man, a a buck or two, more than what you thought. No. These are, it's a lager city. Mm -hmm. People are drinking light beer out here. So you're going to go out and you're probably going to plan on drinking three or four.
1: Yeah,
0: oh, that becomes an expensive night real quick. Yeah. And in a city where lobster is what goes with your food. Mm. <laughs> Yum. I I get like drinking expensive stuff, nice, good, expensive stuff with your lobster, but for a light beer to be nine dollars for just a pint, yeah, that's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. All that having been said, all of the Samuel Adams beers have been good. Uh-huh. Um, of course, we started off with that Vienna Lager. Very crushable. And then you had a Blackberry Raspberry Goza. hmm uh-huh. And that one... All of the Gozas out here, very light and uh, crushable. Yeah. Easy to drink.
1: Not, like, as aggressive as they are at home.
0: No. No. Um, I feel like... Sam Adams just kind of focuses on light, crushable, very drinkable stuff. Yeah. And they do well because of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, from there, we also had, because you have to, we had a Boston Lager. Mm-hmm. And that one was perfectly fine. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: It was mediocre-ish, but not bad.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, no, I don't mean that in a bad way is what I mean by that. Yeah. It, I have a note that says definitely green, and I said it was like a rye bread with a squeeze of lemon, <laughs> and I, I, thinking back, that's pretty much exactly what it is, because it's a little bit bri- uh, bitter, and then you said a watery sweet tea. Yeah. And that also hit the nose.
1: exactly. Like,
0: it has those tannins.
1: Yeah.
0: A little bit of tannin, and then a little, a little bit, bit of lemon, lemon sweetness. A little bit of lemon
1: swe- sweetness. But not a lot,
0: not overwhelming, and a little bit watery. It's a watery one. Yeah. You had a Midsummer Lovin', Uh and that one was tropical.
1: Uh Well, this one, these are my blind notes, because I told him to get me another one and surprise me. And he just puts it down in front of me and is, What is this? Yeah.
0: Well, I thought I'd play a game (laughs) just to make it more interesting. And that way I'd get more honest tasting notes from her. But then she started to just look at the menu and try and, like, pick out... (laughs) Because
1: I read through the menu before anyways. And I
0: think that you started to, like, put things in your own head of what it tasted like. Because there was also a pineapple beer on tap. Yeah. Uh, Pineapple-flavored wheat beer or something like that. Uh, We did not drink that one. But you (laughs) put the tasting note of pineapple in. Uh, Very light, though. And... I can agree with the tropicalness on that one. Um, Again, basically zero bitterness, a little bit there, but not a lot compared to a lot of beers. Uh, The only beer that we had from the Sam Adams that was any form of, like, tannic or uh, bitterness um, was the, you know, Boston Lager. That was the only one. That's supposed to be, like, a little bit more of a, I don't know, british style like an ale yeah. like a typical ale out there mm-hmm. and yeah so midsummer lovin, lovin' very very poundable again mm-hmm. uh and then the last beer of the night for me yesterday was the wicked easy it was beer <laughs> it was supposed to be an IPA and mm-hmm. supposed to be an IPA that was very drinkable yeah. and i don't see the IPA but i see it being very drinkable it's it's a solid beer you could drink several of those and not think twice about it yeah and yeah super crushable not bad i don't mean this bad by being light but just very 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 easy crushable um there's all sorts of different terms for it you pick your regional variety of terminology (laughs) for that one Um, we did go back today, so I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Uh, we went back today and we had a cherry wheat.
1: we needed a reprieve from the heat and it was close and we knew it was easy. This is kind of the place
0: that we just kept going back to. Um. We tend
1: to do that when we travel. We find a place on the first day and then just.
0: We kind of. Keep
1: going back because we know what to expect from it.
0: We figure it out, like (laughs) all of its details. And live with that. Yep you had a cherry wheat which you Uh thought was mar uh marzipan yeah at first Uh because we just came back from another place that had marzipan not flavored you don't eat the scented scented soap yeah so it was definitely it was on your hand when you were drinking that beer and so it made you think that but definitely cherry I mean, super, super cherry on the nose, but very drinkable and not a lot of cherry on the flavor. Yeah. Um, And I had a Golden Pilsner. It was just a Pilsner. There wasn't anything special about it. I didn't get anything that was, like, unique. It was just a decent example of a Pilsner. Yeah. Um, So that was... That is our experience at Sam Adams. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to take a break real quick and then we're gonna come back and talk about our wine a little bit more we're back we are back we took a bit of an extended you wouldn't know any better but we saw some crazy crazy shit going on across the way in the high rise so maybe we'll talk about it maybe we won't Um, We'll save it for a little later in the podcast, see how much time we have. Yeah. Uh, We went from Sam Adams last night to a wine bottega bottle shop. Because Mm -hmm. we found out that they had free tastings on Fridays. Mm -hmm. And they were sampling out Italian wine. Which, 10 out of 10. (laughs) I can't remember exactly which wines they were. I remember there being a rosé. I remember there being an orange wine. I remember there being a Sicilian kind of uh, sweet wine. Raisin wine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of them. Phenomenal. Yeah. The people running the tastings, the shop owner, the employees there, phenomenal. Very knowledgeable and uh, super friendly. Easy to work with and were able to make recommendations based off of what you yeah. like. They also know a lot about just Oregon stuff that we were able to chat about and connect on. So we gave them some recommendations as to, like, what to check out in Oregon. Mm -hmm. And they, likewise, gave us some ideas as to what to check out for tonight. So they provided us the bottle of wine. Thank Mm -hmm. you very much, Wine Bottega, in Boston over (laughs) in the Italian district uh, for helping us out for picking out a wine tonight. Mm -hmm. um we did also meet a couple that was there they are vacationing in the next i don't know however long they're going to italy and we talked for like 30 minutes with them about where to go what to check out specifically in sicily Sicily, yeah so Mm -hmm. they too were very much into italian culture Mm -hmm. food wine and all the experiences that go with it yeah so uh (laughs) obviously we're not alone and it's really fun to connect with the people about that so if you have any italian recommendations or stories please dm us shout us out uh connect with us on threads (laughs) (laughs) uh i've started to kind of play around with that app which thank god there's something other than twitter yeah You will not find us on Twitter if there's anyone impersonating us on Twitter. Don't follow them. No. We don't support that app and we don't support uh, the person that owns that app now. Correct. uh, Yeah. Follow us on threads. Mm. uh, and Parched
1: underscore podcast.
0: Just like anywhere else. (laughs) Uh, I think now, except for our um, our link thing on the podcast to listen is now it should it we're called the parched podcast but it's still under our old link mm. porch pounders
1: you can't change it
0: no <laughs> otherwise no one would be able to continue to follow us yeah. yeah so we're still porch pounders podcast on the link there so but this is the porch po- uh, parched podcast <laughs> I'm good with words, yeah. especially when I'm tired. Yeah. Um, after all of that, yeah. we've also been to Distraction and Democracy Beer Garden, mm-hmm. where I had a Kolsch and you had a Mango Sour. Both were solid. Yep. But I'd also say that that's a skippable place.
1: I mean, it's fine.
0: It's fine. It's cute. It has a good view of the kind of...
1: Sam Adams Square. Yeah.
0: Um, but if you don't have time, I would skip that one yeah the things that we missed talking about the freedom trail um Mm. we started out this morning so we're not on today
1: that's what we did today in the heat
0: and we at least started off right by getting some food yeah and those were great we had two ukrainian uh, pastries they're called uh babkas
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i had a chocolate one you had a raspberry one they're very rich, it's
1: super good though,
0: a lot of flavor yeah. um it's like a braided bread, yeah, and yeah, ten out of ten, if you get a chance to check those out it's there's like a chain sort of thing out here in Boston I don't
1: know,
0: and or what whatever it is it's it's near the, the commons Boston Commons, ten out of ten would eat that again, yeah, um speaking of the boston commons we found a uh, water mine oh yeah <laughs> and <laughs> you decided to touch it
1: i You're, didn't touch it
0: you didn't touch it no i thought you touched it no oh uh, well thank god because you would have blown up yep um other crazy things that we saw on the uh let's see here oh the gravestones oh my god so many gravestones so
1: many gravestones
0: it was ridiculous <laughs> It was just, like, that's half of the trail, is just going to a bunch of graveyards. Yeah. And 99% of the gravestones you're not even going to know anything about.
1: I think we knew, like, four.
0: Yeah. And, (laughs) I mean, it's cool to walk around and see these tiny little graveyards that are just specked around the city. Mm -hmm. But, uh... Yeah. Once you've seen two of them, you start to say, do I really need to see another headstone? No, we don't. That's um, why we
1: skipped the third one. I did think it was
0: really funny because there's a single place that's across the street from the grave, graveyard that has Sam Adams in it. I think it's his father that was the original creator of the, like, you always think of Sam Adams, the politician. Mm. His father is the guy that made the brewery, though. Mm. That's a thing I learned today. Yeah. Um, he was a terrible... Uh, Samuel Adams, the politician, junior, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was a politician, not very good businessman. Okay. His father was the one that created the brewery mm-hmm. and made it successful. He decided to get into politics when his father passed away, and uh, the brewery kind of floundered. <laughs> and... He was clearly good at politics, terrible with business, and that's what created his legacy. But also, the brewery now has such a huge name because he was so good at politics. So, yeah. I mean, terrible at business, but long run, it paid out yeah. for not him, but his family. Sure. I mean, clearly it paid off for him because he, he, you know, did everything he wanted to do politically and got it done. Yeah. Um, so, respect. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on the name. <laughs> And there's a, there's a little pub across the street that says it's the only place you can get a cold Sam Adams while looking, looking at, at a cold, a cold Sam, Sam Adams, because his graveyard is across the street. Yeah, uh, Fascinating way of marketing your place. <laughs> uh, and very niche. But it looks like a good little pub, just a little basic. Yeah, Nothing wrong with that. Just a, uh, absolutely nothing wrong with that.
1: Another little corner pub.
0: So many corner so pubs. So
1: many little corner pubs. So there. many.
0: It's yeah. it, it is like London it, to be
1: it is fair. Yeah.
0: But the the thing that I find disappointing about Boston as far as the pub experience is the pubs are not as authentic feeling as the ones in London are.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm not here to knock on like Boston. Loved our day and a half here.
1: <laughs>
0: but if I'm going to go out and go get an authentic, fun beer experience, Boston is solid, but London takes the cake. And a lot of the ales and lagers out here are done to be poundable, drinkable, and sessionable. Mm-hmm. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Similar to how London is. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, I mean, they don't do Cascale out here, but it's the same, similar sort of idea.
1: Sure. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Beer is more my thing than her thing. Yeah. I, uh, um,
1: I, I don't have strong opinions other than is it goaded or not.
0: You get a little bit more dramatic with wine.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's fair. <laughs> we went to Night Shift and their, that
1: place was good
0: that was a good spot
1: that was excellent the bathroom
0: that, experience is 10 out of excellent
1: 10 excellent bathroom excellent soap excellent
0: <laughs> yeah i that have me, to agree the that soap me. the soap is what i remember most about that place <laughs> not their beer not the food
1: no it was it was excellent
0: <laughs> great soap
1: great soap. man
0: i i walk out of there i'm like where can i buy some marzipan <laughs> almond flavored fl- not flavored scented? <laughs> i'm just in there just like <laughs> give me some of that soap <laughs> licking up the soap dude uh no <laughs> no that place was good
1: we got um tr- truffle parmesan rosemary mm-hmm. fries and... And a garlic aioli dipping sauce thing that was...
0: Really, really solid.
1: Incredible. And? And fish tacos.
0: Those were really good. With,
1: like... There wasn't a lot of fish on them, to be fair. But there were so many different veggies. Yeah. That it was so good.
0: And the <laughs> sauce and everything went together really well. well um, you don't get a lot, though.
1: Now you get two little tacos...
0: Too little, Which little was tacos.
1: perfect for what we wanted, but...
0: But not a great deal, price-wise. Yeah, no.
1: It was like 16 bucks or
0: something. 14 yeah. $8 per taco, not a great deal. No. But... But... They do give you avo. It's avocado so on there. So
1: much avocado. A lot of
0: avocado, a lot of little fresh pineapple bits, or mango bits.
1: Jalapenos.
0: I mean, they went to onions, town on the flavor.
1: Radishes.
0: Those were like pickled onions or something like that, yeah. too so definitely had a lot of different flavors going on and it made for a great eating experience but uh, would i would i go and get those again yes yeah to be fair yes i would i'm not i'm not the fish taco person two tacos
1: is the right amount of tacos for me
0: correct i would i would want if i'm like into the taco experience i want three
1: i'm good with two tacos and then like Snacking on something else.
0: I probably should eat two tacos instead of three, <laughs> but oh, man,
1: if I'm into Those it. were probably the most healthy tacos.
0: Those were really good. I've had
1: in a long time.
0: Yeah. That's the other thing. Th- those were healthy tacos. Yeah. Like I
1: felt healthy eating,
0: eating those. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Solid tacos. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really complain. I, just a little bit more. But Boston overall is just a little bit more expensive than I want to. Yeah. And to me, that kind of breaks the experience a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had expected. I think I ex- we expected New York to be more expensive. Yeah. Than it ended up being, and then we got here, and we just weren't. We, we weren't prepared. Been, we hadn't been acclimated.
0: No, we East went, Coast is we expensive. Went, man. We went
1: from Midwest prices to. This is more expensive than home. We went Why? from
0: two dollar. <laughs> we went from two dollar burger night, to, yeah. <laughs> to thirty dollar lobsters. Real $30 quick. Lobster night,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a drop you in the deep end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Speaking of dropping you in the deep end, while we were at the, I I forgot this note from earlier. We saw an advertisement, which included a skier, an Olympic skier.
1: I don't understand what your obsession with this is.
0: It's crazy to me. I've
1: seen it before. Like I don't really? get it. Yeah.
0: It, okay, so there's this Olympic skier and they're like sliding into their ski boots and getting in their skis and they're they go off this jump and then they're sliding into these slides. Yeah, like it's these shoes. It's just wild like, to me. look
1: how comfy these are.
0: They're more comfy than my ski boots.
1: Yeah. My feet are important. <laughs> they need to be comfy.
0: I It just seems insane to me. I mean,
1: it's a stupid commercial, and they were ugly shoes.
0: They were so (laughs) ugly. But then we were talking about how slides... Have there been a set of slides that are an attractive set of slides? Name one.
1: No. Ooh, those ones that look like sharks.
0: Okay. But we were talking about those ones that have, like, the little plastic Mm. nibs. When we
1: were kids, the Adidas Uh and Nike ones. The little black nubbins that massaged your feet as you walked
0: massaged quote-unquote yeah. <laughs> more like felt like little prickly needles of Tiny plastic.
1: rocks <laughs>
0: and now those are just creating extra microplastics for the world because they're yeah. just extra
1: nobody has those
0: anymore no why would you no
1: one because they're classic
0: and the, here's the other thing there's no way they're gonna degrade no those things are gonna last there's no, gonna be but... some sort of excavation that's done a hundred thousand years from now they're gonna take them out and be like wow what are these were these think, used for some sort of prosthetics you think like,
1: humans are gonna be on this planet no it's gonna be aliens years? oh okay good
0: it's absolutely it like, gonna be um, aliens they're gonna be like they're gonna look somewhat like us and they're gonna put those on and be like wow these were some sort of athletic these shoe. were a
1: torture device oh
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a hundred percent right <laughs> They, they, they were, made
1: their prisoners wear these.
0: Nope, 13-year-old kids oh. in the 90s. Oh, well, yep.
1: Fact.
0: <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> Wild. Uh,
1: uh,
0: um, today we went also to Hand.
1: Oh, yes.
0: And that was the most recent experience that we had. And yeah, that's where
1: we went for dinner because we passed it on our way on our on the trail today. And it said it's the oldest continually operating tavern in the country.
0: Yep. 200 Uh, years plus. Aside
1: from prohibition or something. Right.
0: Prohibition and COVID.
1: Well. Yeah. It it didn't say that on the sign. But yes. You know, it was still there. Like, it was still an entity during those times. They just weren't serving.
0: Right. And that's where we had the lobster... We finally had our own yeah. lobster at this on this trip. You had a lobster roll and, and you're a like roll. Your comment was how does anyone not like this?
1: Yeah. Like I don't understand how people don't like um, lobster or shrimp or <laughs> seafood in general cuz it's delicious and it's buttery and garlicky and delicious. You gave how that you a 10 like out of 10. Yeah.
0: I gave so mine So much lobster it was a lot to be fair when they do a lobster roll they it's overflowing with lobster yeah and you ate every ounce of
1: I it i ate all of the lobster
0: which is not typical of and you most of the bread and it was a big sandwich so definitely filled up on and lobster. i ate
1: all the fries i was yeah. a hungry girl tonight
0: yeah <laughs> i mean they to be fair they didn't give you a lot of fries but those were freaking awesome fries Good fries they were not super complex seasoning. It was no. a little salt and pepper. They were
1: almost like JoJo's, but in french fry style.
0: Oh my god. JoJo's. They were they were solid fries. Yeah, those
1: were really good. So,
0: excellent dinner. I had lobster mac, and it's not as good as purple on the mm. west coast up in Seattle, but it's good. I mean, I'd have that again.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, It just wasn't as good as the other lobster mac I've had before, and to be fair... It's not the same type of dining establishment. Right. Um, so, I give it an 8 out of 10 experience. If you're looking for Lobster Mac and you're here in Boston... And
1: you want massive chunks of they lobster.
0: They were huge chunks. They do I not mean, skimp on the lobster.
1: There was no question that that was the lobster. Yeah. At one point, that that was an actual animal.
0: Definitely lobster. <laughs> um, definitely a solid solid experience there. And the beer we had... Yeah. Little did we know, we were going to have another beer. Um, We've had so many beers on Mm -hmm. this trip, and it's just been wild. Um, We had their, quote-unquote, local lager, or ale. it was like
1: their house ale. Their
0: house ale, but they didn't really say anything aside from it being brewed in
1: locally locally boston Mm
0: -hmm. i went on untapped and found out it's brewed by sam adams (laughs) so it's
1: brewed for them (laughs) specifically we got cut off
0: we did um any again anytime i get a call and i can't even turn off the wi-fi or turn off calls on this because if i do it doesn't record so well
1: it doesn't let you save it until you turn it back on and then we don't want to lose anything. No,
0: I don't want to have a, like an app crash and then all of a sudden all of the recording is gone. So <laughs> Our
1: 30 minutes of talking and we have to do it again. Or
0: hour on some of these podcasts yeah. cuz we forget about like breaking and then like allowing for things to save <laughs> so we don't have issues.
1: It's like old Microsoft Word.
0: It, yeah. You have to make sure you save. When you
1: you had to click save every ten minutes, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't lose your stuff. Yeah, that's a callback.
0: Also, Clippy.
1: Oh uh, yes, I loved Clippy.
0: Describe Clippy for our younger viewers.
1: Oh, um, listeners. Clippy was an animated um, paperclip with very large eyes, and he also had eyebrows and he would pop up at really inconvenient times to tell you something that you already knew.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, I basically. can't wait for them to bring him back in AI.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I I cannot wait for, like, Microsoft Word 2025, where <laughs> yeah. you're creating documents in real life, like, in front of your eyes, and you're just, like, <laughs> thinking it, and it pops up on the screen, Clippy's they really, like... Hey, did you think about adding a comma there?
1: <laughs> but that's not even, like, what he was doing. It was like, have you tried this function to do this thing that you've never done before and nobody ever needs to do? Right. <laughs> but have you tried it?
0: Have you tried, have you you do, tried you, drugs?
1: And then you have to click through, like, okay, okay, okay. And then Lila goes through all the steps and you're like, okay, okay, okay. I just want to go back to writing my fan fiction. Do
0: you remember, like, adding your document to, like, a web page that doesn't exist? Like, it's not a thing, but it is a thing. And I didn't understand how it worked. What? There's, like, a way of sharing it on or through Microsoft Word. I took some advanced, like, Microsoft Word classes to where you learn about functions that no one cares about that Microsoft Word has. But it's there. You could, like, publish directly to, like websites from microsoft word back in the day and people did this you could do it but it was wild i don't think i actually figured out how to do that i think i did not do well in that class but
1: (laughs) shocked considering you didn't know how to select all until two months ago
0: well my problem was you the teacher didn't really teach the class Uh, They gave you a book and you were supposed to follow directions.
1: Ah, you're terrible at that.
0: And I am not good at following directions. I would
1: freaking crush that.
0: Also, I know that I'm bad at following directions, but also I just want to say I don't think the directions on those pages were very good. Because half the class was like, wait, where is this at on the screen? It doesn't tell me. It just says, click this button. It's like, where's the button? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> didn't give you any description of where it was, and it's in a sub-menu. It's just, like, one of those, like, screenshots of yeah. too close to tell where it's at. It's and like, it's really
1: grainy, and there's, like, mm-hmm. nobody thought about...
0: Telling you, like... The, like,
1: highlighting where it is. It's it was, just a picture of the thing.
0: It was before they were like, here's your... Pathway to that, ah, so like yeah. under file, then this submenu, then submenu, arrow, 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 arrow. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do that yet. It was just click this button, and it gave you like this grainy little tiny sub sub screenshot. Oh
1: man, Ugh. good times. I loved the early days.
0: Oh, early days of computing when you brought a floppy disk to school.
1: Ooh,
0: yeah. yeah. I did that. I
1: turned in a project on floppy disk. Oh
0: yeah. It was mm-hmm. just how life was.
1: Yeah, it was wild.
0: You had to make sure you had enough time to get it done on the home computer the so night you before.
1: burn it on there. Yep. And, or, and then take it in.
0: Early days of the internet. Early days time. of computing. Yeah. When computing was starting to be used for education. Yep. I can't believe they expected kids to have computers at home. Because
1: I don't school, think about that until now. My school didn't until... Not even in high school. Until I moved up.
0: I mean, clearly quality. they couldn't have, but they did,
1: sort of thing. And I mean, I, I
0: we both are definitely privileged people. Yeah. But we had computers. Mm-hmm. I don't think everyone in my... I know for a Most fact... Most
1: of my friends didn't for a long time. Like, we had one in, like, forever because my brother was a nerd. Yeah. And so he got one like
0: immediately.
1: Pretty much right when they came out. Like that was his Christmas present one year or his birthday present and it Mid-90s. was like 90s. Like the most exciting thing. So there was a computer in my house pretty much from when I was born.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Neither of your uh, parents were very computer forward, like no like tech forward. Your no. mom is just now learning how to use an iPad.
1: And she uses it for Candy Crush and Netflix.
0: Which is right on brand.
1: Yeah. And she texts me on it.
0: Um, My parents were a little bit more tech forward. In the sense that my dad used punch cards (laughs) to program computers. Oh. Uh, So they have computers. They've always had a computer uh, in houses. We had a real old computer that we used as a kid i would play microsoft paint on oh, all the time
1: yeah
0: all the time that was just the thing that we i did loved
1: paint paint and pinball
0: there's also all of those like educational games that you oh, could yeah. play
1: the the space math one
0: there's like a kid like a, some sort of learning with kids
1: yeah games there's lots of them i think we still have them my parents still have all of mine
0: I kind of can't wait to like go and explore around my old house again and see if I can find any of those because that and Leapfrog. Oh my yeah. good. I had those. Did you know Leapfrog and it's a monopoly now? Yeah. There's like Leapfrog and one other company that like own all of the all of the kids programming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> all of the tablets, everything. They just do all of it. Uh. <laughs> Fascinating. Believe it. Like, Apple didn't go for that to corner that space. Nope. Leapfrog. Leap <laughs> I cannot believe that they still cornered that section of the market. I mean, they got solidly. In.
1: They got in first. They did. They took it over.
0: They know. They know their demographic. <laughs> it's kind of terrifying. Yep. Um, so we've been just kind of casually watching out our window and people watching
1: mm-hmm.
0: um if you live in a city close your blinds yeah um
1: just generally
0: just generally especially if you're getting freaky or something freaky is happening mm-hmm. close your blinds because no one wants to see that Mm-mm. um but down on the streets is crazy the cars that are driving by and what people are doing with them
1: what people are doing with the cars
0: yeah like U-turns at the most weird times, and, like, people that turn around and then parallel park in a spot that they just saw, and going across two or three lanes of traffic.
1: Yeah. I watched a guy try and get into a parking, parallel park into a parking spot right down there, and it was not big enough. No. Like, he tried for a second, and then gave up.
0: (laughs) I mean, there's pretty expensive (laughs) cars down there, too. There's a McLaren. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, if you're a car person, uh, you know. If you're not a car person, it's a very expensive, fast car.
1: Yeah, and it looks expensive and fast.
0: Yeah, It. Yeah. that's basically it. <laughs> but it's it's parked really well. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. I bet
1: that one was valet.
0: Do you think it's valet? Yeah.
1: I think all mm. of that is valet.
0: That's a fair point. And it's
1: right in front of that hotel, and there's that bar right there. I think it's all
0: valet. And if you're going to put a valeted car out front, it's going to be an expensive one. That's the one one
1: you leave there, yeah.
0: Which is kind of crazy to me, because it's always the expensive cars they put out front, but it's also the expensive cars that are most at risk of getting hit that way. But
1: I'd also like to point out that look how much room is around that car. Oh, yeah. Versus all the other ones are just scrunched right in there, but there is a solid half car.
0: Front and back. Front
1: and back behind Mm -hmm. that one.
0: Yeah, they no one's no one wants to touch it. No. Whether you're a car person or not, you know what cars are expensive. Typically, Mm. usually.
1: Yeah.
0: That one is an obvious answer. Yeah. Like that one's spendy. Yeah. I don't know how much it is, but I would guess over a quarter of a million dollars in car. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's valet. See, there's the guy down there.
0: Ah, there you go. There's our answer. You were right. I usually am. (laughs) Also, for being 17 floors off of the ground level...
1: I don't feel that high up.
0: It doesn't feel that high up. And I can hear conversations. Yeah. Which is...
1: It was really annoying last night.
0: Annoying and terrifying. Because how thin are these (laughs) windows? (laughs) I don't trust them to touch or, like, like... they clearly have to be thick enough to, like, sustain winds and stuff, but... Sure. They you don't have to be
1: thick enough to sustain people.
0: No. I would not trust them to lean on. No. And I get strong sense of vertigo when I, like, s- sit over the window. Um, it throws me for a frickin' loop.
1: Doesn't bother me.
0: I'm also terrified of heights. I'm also the one that has a pilot's license.
1: I'm Checks ca- out. I'm fine with heights. I'm afraid of falling.
0: Yeah, the falling isn't the problem. It's hitting the ground. It's the sudden stop at the end of the fall.
1: Yeah, but I don't like the feeling of falling.
0: So you didn't like the elevator?
1: No, I hate when elevators start going down.
0: And this one starts going down pretty quick.
1: Yeah, it's it's like a fast elevator.
0: If you have a heavy meal and you go down in this (laughs) elevator, that meal goes halfway up your esophagus.
1: Yeah. That, this, is a very, this is a very fast elevator.
0: It's an extremely this fast elevator. It's a pretty good
1: hotel, though.
0: It's a solid hotel. We're at the Moxie. I, I guess we can call it out.
1: Yeah, we'll be gone. <laughs> um,
0: it's, yeah, a solid hotel. It,
1: Close enough to everything.
0: They do try to get you on just about everything, though.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the price of... We bought three, albeit large waters, and three little snacks... I mean small snacks like individually a bag sized of skittles. a bag of skittles and two little breakfast bars mm-hmm. thirty dollars yeah thirty dollars yeah they were selling like some eggs and a piece of bacon for six sixteen dollars eighteen dollars it's mind-boggling it's wild again boston is a city with expensive taste but didn't yeah. know it was that expensive taste yeah um, we are still drinking the Pinot, and it's getting low on the bottle. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've got a good judge of what it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Do we want
0: to talk a little bit more about that? Do you have any tasting notes that I can go through here?
1: Yeah, I do, actually. It has actually been pretty widely reviewed on Vivino. How many reviews?
0: Um, where Where are we at, number wise? It's a here? great... Is it a good question? question. How wow. do you
1: find the number of See
0: I'm just filled with good questions? <laughs> That's all I do. I I ask good questions and I have good answers.
1: Well
0: You're still scrolling? My goodness.
1: Okay, maybe not that
0: many reviews. Okay. So I'm gonna give it a 3.8. Which is my honest oh, shoot guess, and probably what my score would be on it. It's a good red. It's not a great red. Someone someone must be, like, getting carjacked or something. Everyone's honking right now. It's wild. People aren't afraid to honk in Boston. Boston nice is not a thing. There is no such thing as being nice in Boston.
1: You no, know, it's, wi- it's wild. East Coast people are... Jerks. I was going to say lovely, uh, but...
0: They, they, they kind of suck.
1: It's, uh... Love
0: you guys, but...
1: its It was interesting driving into the city. Yeah? The other day.
0: What What do you mean by that? <laughs> Ex- extrapolate.
1: I don't know. I just... I
0: know we're about to talk about the wine, but I want to hear about this.
1: No. You know the one thing that's been driving me nuts about mm. driving? Uh, <laughs> go on. Aside from just driving. It's that when you're driving in Oregon on the freeway... Okay. And you get up to a merging point. Mm -hmm. People are merging onto the freeway. Yep. It's their job to merge onto the freeway. Right. I, as a person in the left lane of the freeway, am supposed to continue doing what I'm doing.
0: Right. That's the way it should be.
1: You leave, you get east of Idaho.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it is, nope, someone's in that lane merging, you got to get over. (laughs) You get over. If you stay in that lane, (laughs) the people merging are not going to... No. It's like their thing. They get the right of way. Which is
0: not what's taught in driving school. It is
1: not, and that is not how it works, and it drives me nuts.
0: I was taught how to drive in (sighs) Iowa, and they did not teach us that. So it's a learned habit.
1: everybody does it, and if you don't do it... And
0: it wasn't taught to me that way in driving school, but my parents taught me that if you have the ability to move to the left when someone is coming up an on-ramp, an entrance ramp, you, mer- you move over to the left to let them that on.
1: That is not how it works.
0: Which, no. And, and in Oregon, people look over their shoulder and gauge speed and... M-
1: yeah, you, know, you adjust. Move accordingly. You adjust to get on the freeway to merge with the traffic that's already there. That's the whole point.
0: Which feels like, now that I'm accustomed to that, it works a lot better. Because it, yeah. you, you just have control and... Because, I
1: mean, even, like, semi-trucks are getting over in the left.
0: And on highways and interstates, you're supposed to maintain a constant speed you, yeah. and just maintain the and right lane. And you can't lane. do that. Not, not when you're doing it this way. No. And... Yeah, 100%. I have to agree with you. I hate it. When you have a point, I have to agree with you.
1: All right, that was my rant. That, that was, was your my, rant. That was my driving rant.
0: Oh, that's one of our many tangents on this podcast. <laughs> now, this
1: last segment, if you've stuck with us this long. Thank you. You're,
0: <laughs> you're the real hero. <laughs> you're the
1: real deal. Yeah. You are Danny DeVito.
0: Yeah. Um. So, mm. I said 3.8. What yes. is
1: it? 3.7.
0: Perfect. Spot on.
1: Yes. Um what do you wanna I do you want, wanna guess tasting notes?
0: Yeah, I wanna guess tasting okay. notes. I should probably bring I should probably mouth my wine. Mmm,
1: that sounds I
0: nice. love to mouth my wine. I love
1: when you mouth your wine.
0: Um I wouldn't be the only one mouthing something tonight. <laughs> Speaking of things that we've Nope. unfortunately <laughs> seen.
1: Nope. Jesus we'll just Christ. Leave that up to your imagination. Mm-hmm. Um so now that you've mouthed your wine mm. what do, what do you taste
0: It's kind of like um I would say cherry Yes I would say very much cherry on there mm-hmm. and that's the main thing is yeah, big vi- big time cherry the vino Cherry bomb Agrees Cherry bomb, <laughs> <Nah>.
1: <laughs> cherry, cherry, bomb. <laughs>
0: cherry bomb We're big fans of Guardians of the Galaxy and that's uh. a that's Maybe a solid one on the chair. We
1: started listening to, like, some more throwbacky mm-hmm. music on the, the last couple days of our trip because we got really overwhelmed with...
0: <laughs> yeah. It has some tannins, which makes me think that someone's going to say either leathery or tobacco.
1: Um, That does come up, but it's not...
0: Yeah, I right. don't agree with it, but I think that that is a taste or a, a thing that people on Vivino are going to say because of the fact that it's there... So, it definitely has a a small amount of tannins left in it, and that makes it feel a little bit textured. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: it's, it, it's soft, though. Like, mm. soft tannins. Yeah. Which makes sense. Pinot Noir, it's gonna be a softer tannin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, let me mouth it again.
1: Mm. Can't wait for this one.
0: Mm.
1: How was that mouth? mm
0: Great. Mm-hmm. Cottony. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh God. I, I'm I'm just gonna go down like raspberries. Like
1: uh, it's not top three.
0: No. I I'm i again, I think that this one ha it's a simpler wine and that's okay. Yeah. I think, think cherry is the big ba- the think big one. Small. Um like
1: straight down the middle what you would expect from a this kind of wine.
0: Oh god. It's just cherry to me. I, I, that's all I'm getting, and I'm I'm not the best at tasting and like <laughs> guessing these things. Cherry. True. I don't see darker fruit as a thing. I I can understand why someone would say it because it's
1: so. If someone did say
0: blackberry.
1: Yeah, and
0: uh, plummy.
1: No. Well, there. That's one, but the most common one is blueberry
0: blueberry Mm
1: -hmm.
0: interesting
1: i'm not getting any of
0: that i'm not getting any blueberry if
1: you had to pick another red fruit
0: oh god uh
1: there is one that i kind of get with like that tannin thing that would lead you to a red fruit
0: pomegranate
1: no but that's a good one
0: i mean if we're gonna go down that avenue and say it's cherry adjacent with the other compounds going on, I would say pomegranate. That's
1: a um, solid one. I get that.
0: What is it? What are people saying?
1: Cranberry.
0: Cran- Ooh, okay. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. That's a fair one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. out of all of that, solid, just right down the middle, basically cherry. It's a big old cherry bomb. Um, yeah, people
1: go with cherry, earthy blueberry. Those are the most the top
0: 3. I don't it's not the most earthy wine. It's got a little
1: bit. It's got a little bit of that dirt.
0: A little bit, but not a lot. Mm. I I feel like it doesn't
1: No, not injustice. a lot at all. Not a lot at all.
0: It doesn't injustice to the other ones that are super earthy to say that it has earthiness. Um, this is a big fruit cherry bomb. It's a younger Pinot Noir based mm. wine and I mean, it's okay to have a simple wine. It's 15 bucks, dude. Yeah. Uh a simple wine is what you expect for that price point.
1: Yeah. Um
0: Yeah, no. Simple simple wine, but an easy drinker. So, I'm not going to complain.
1: Mm-hmm. The night is
0: not getting younger. No. And we have a early morning tomorrow because we're gonna go get you persecuted.
1: Yeah. And we'll
0: talk about that next time on the podcast. So stick around. You'll hear us here shortly. <laughs> Subscribe to us.
1: Uh-huh. Follow us on Instagram and threads.
0: Those are the places.
1: Parched underscore podcasts. Alright.
0: Bye.